Welcome to the Valmica Property Investing Podcast. I'm JP, your host and the founder of Valmica Buyers Agency. With my background in investment banking, I'm here to share Wall Street tips and secrets for building a top 4% property portfolio. Let's dive into the world of property investment together. Welcome to another episode. Today's topic is investing for different goals. What we're going to speak about here is the common goals that we see from our clients when they're looking to build a portfolio, an investment portfolio. And we see usually three main goals that continuously keep popping up when we uh, speak with our clients as to why they want to build an investment portfolio. So we're going to take you through those three main goals in this episode. And then at the end, we will describe how we built investment portfolios at Valmica for creating the wealth and the freedom related to these three goals. All right, let's dive straight into it. The first goal and the one that we see more often than not is the goal of early retirement. Building an investment portfolio or any investment portfolio for that matter always has ties to achieving financial freedom. And many of our clients want to get out of the rat race of the 95 dilemma and achieve early retirement so that they can enjoy their lives and enjoy the freedom that gives with their family. The strategy for early retirement is to focus on cash flow properties that generate rental income exceeding expenses. So this creates a passive income stream to supplement your pension. And having this positive cash flow stream is what allows you to achieve that financial freedom because you have the steady flow of income coming in and it replicates the 95, so to speak. So a recent case study of how we achieved this, uh, we had a client by the name of Sarah, who was a teacher, and she purchased a duplex property near a university. Now, the rent from both units covers her mortgage and generates additional income from her, allowing her to plan for early retirement. So this is a classic example of how to use positive cash flow properties to achieve this. And commercial property is another great way that allows you achieve, to achieve this positive cash flow. But we'll take you through that and how we build positive cash flow properties later on in this podcast. So stick around for it. The second goal or the second most common goal that we get from our clients is that they want to build wealth for their children. So the strategy that we use usually use here is to invest in capital growth properties in areas with strong historical appreciation. This allows this wealth to be passed down to children in the future. So a recent case study of a simple example was our client by the name of David. He's a doctor and we bought him a property in a growing beachside suburb. Then over the last 10 years, the property value increased significantly. 
providing a nest egg for his children's education. So that's one simple example. Obviously, we, we built more into his portfolio as time went by, but this is one way you can use high growth properties to invest for your children's future, to build wealth for them. The third most common goal that we see from our clients is creating a regular income stream for them. So we have our clients where they have very good jobs, for example, but they want to supplement that income stream with passive income. As they get older, for example, there's going to be less reliance on their day job and they want to move on to replicating or replacing that cash flow stream with passive income. So strategies we use here, we use a combination of both residential and commercial. And we consider a portfolio of several positively geared properties. So while there may be an initial out-of-pocket expenses, the combined rental income can provide a consistent income stream. So a case study using a simple example. We had a client by the name of Michael. He's a business owner. He owns three apartments in a popular inner city location. The positive rental income that he has accumulated over the years on all three properties contributed significantly to his overall income now. So I mentioned how we combine residential with commercial. So how do we do it? So this is how we design property portfolios for our clients. So we use a tailored approach. So we design property portfolios based on our clients' investment journeys. And they tend to come from those goals as outlined above. So if we take someone who's starting out, for example. So if you're a beginner and there's limited capital that you have access to, what we do is we recommend starting with residential properties. And there, there's a reason for this. It's easier to get into residential property because you, you don't, you, you don't need as big a deposit. So you can get up to 90, even more, even higher gearing. Obviously there will be insurance costs attached to that if you have gearing over 80%, but it's possible to have a lower deposit amount to get into the game, so to speak. Residential property tends to have lower vacancy rates when compared to commercial properties. So when you're building up that capital base, you don't want to run into the problems of having to sustain up to maybe four or five months of vacancies that you can, that can happen in commercial properties and residential property is a good way around that until you build up that capital base because commercial property has significant ways to accelerate your property portfolio, which we'll go into uh, next. Then as the equity builds in your residential property, you can leverage it into a positive cash flow strategy then later, like a commercial property, because you've been able to build this wealth. Residential property often does not have the positive cash flow uh, dynamics that a commercial property has. However, you can use the ability to get into it with a lower deposit, as already mentioned, and the power that it has to accumulating 
that capital growth to re-leverage back into getting the commercial property. So we start off with the residential, build up some equity, and then we reinvest that equity into positive cash flow investments like commercial. The reason why we do that is positive cash flow property together with their capital growth accelerates your wealth in your portfolio. So let's talk about the benefits of commercial properties and the dynamics that give you this opportunity in your portfolio. As we mentioned, there's positive cash flow. So you generate income exceeding expenses. So in commercial property, the tenants, especially if it's a triple net lease, cover all expenses. So the yield on the property is your net yield. Whereas in residential, you, you will be paying for the outgoings and all those hidden costs, which don't really happen with commercial properties. The other benefits of commercial property is that you get this great eye performance. So we select good commercial property um, assets, and they generally tend to outperform residential investments because of the combined capital growth together with positive cash flow. So you get that capital uplift, the capital gains through the appreciating um, value of the commercial property together with positive cash flow. These two combinations allow you to replace your current income and also give you the ability to acquire your next investment property a lot quicker than if you were doing it with a high capital growth but negative cash flow residential property. That negative cash flow component in residential property, it, it takes a lot longer to be able to afford the next uh, investment property because of that negative cash flow drag, even though it's been made up for by its capital growth. If you would like to learn more on this topic, please feel free to contact us at Valmaker Buyers Agency. We can give you a free consultancy on it and give you a few tips. If you like this podcast, please give us a like and leave a comment. It'll help us keep the lights on. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Valmica Property Investing Podcast. If you're interested in our services, please visit us at valmicaproperty.com. Remember, the content shared in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. For personalized financial advice, always consult your trusted financial advisor or professional. See you in the next episode. Thank you.